Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. And this podcast is powered by Rival Digital, which is a full-service digital marketing agency for HVAC contractors. What's going on, everybody? Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Service World Expo 2021. It's coming up from September the 21st through the 24th in Louisville, Kentucky, and you guys are not going to want to miss this conference. It is going to be the conference of the year. Trust me, there's going to be over 2,000 contractors there. There's going to be dozens and dozens of partners and other vendors there. There's going to be breakout sessions, workshops, and some special keynote speeches, and you're going to walk away with the knowledge and the insight that you need to grow your business in 2022. So if you want to learn more, head over to serviceworldexpo.com and register today. I'll see you there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas. I'm the host of the show. Uh, And today we are joined by Ryan Osterkamp from Quality Comfort Home Services. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, this is going to be a great episode. We're looking forward to uh, chatting with you a little bit more and talking about your unique area and, and some of the ways that you've grown your company and, and are able to stand out in that market. So, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit more uh, about your business. Yeah, like you said, my name is Ryan Osterkamp. Uh, we're based out of uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. It's Quality Comfort Home Services. So we do uh, heating, cooling, plumbing, duct cleaning, dryer vent cleanings, and uh, gas lines. Nice. So a little bit more than the typical HVAC contractor, it seems like. Yes. Each year we try to add another service. Um just to kind of keep us, you know, moving through the slow seasons. Uh, we don't have so many ups and downs uh, just to try to keep everybody busy. Yeah. So with, with, with those services, which time of the year is popular or the most popular for each one of your services? HVAC is definitely the summer. Um, we stay very busy from, you know, May to about September um as the temperatures get pretty pretty warm here in cincinnati and then um plumbing we don't see a whole lot of fluctuation we stay pretty steady all year round in the plumbing department um but that's one of our newer newer divisions so we just uh just started that the uh about a year ago and um you know have have two full-time plumbers in that on that side nice so with the plumbing um do you all see, cause I know, I know Ohio is kind of in an interesting region where in the summertime it gets fairly warm and the wintertime it gets pretty cold in that, in that state. Um, yes. so do you all get a lot of frozen pipes up there? Uh, we do, um, depending on the year. So, I mean, we can have pretty mild, you know, 30, 40 degree temperatures throughout the winter um, but this last, this past winter was, was really cold. So yeah, we saw a lot of freezing pipes and things like that. Yeah. So yep. in regards to the plumbing, uh, aspect of it, 
what services other than you know other than frozen pipes in the winter what services have really seemed to uh, be popular in your unique market uh water heaters um so tanked water heaters we have gas and electric uh tankless water heaters are starting to really take off so we're we're uh we're doing quite a bit of tankless water heaters um more more now than we were you know six eight months ago yeah so let's learn a little bit more about i guess really the history of, of the company so so when did you all get your start so we've been in business for uh, 10 years. Um, I worked for a, another company uh, for several years and then, you know, always wanted to kind of go on my own and try to do my own thing. Um, so the first two years I was just working out of my, out of my garage. Uh, it was just me doing uh, tune-ups. I, my background's in HVAC. So I was doing tune-ups, um, uh, installs, service, everything for the first couple of years and then decided to start hiring on, hiring on some guys. So, um, you know, for the first three years, we, there was, there was three or four of us, um, at any given time. Um, and then 10 years later, uh, we're, we're up to about 16, 17 employees. Nice. So, so what made you, I guess, what was the push that made you decide to start hiring people? (laughs) Uh, my wife, um, I was, I was working, uh, you know, seven days a week, 10, 12, 15 hour days. Um, that was, you know, we had a, we had a, uh, a newborn. So, uh, that's kind of at that time, I just decided to put some ads out there and start hiring and, uh, it kind of took off from there. Nice. Yeah. You know, they say about entrepreneurship, the, the best thing about it is that you get to choose which 80 hours you work <laughs> each week. <laughs> Right. And that, uh, that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so when you started hiring people, did you notice like the business begin to grow because you had more availability for more jobs? I did. I really started seeing the business grow once I hired somebody to, uh, work in the office and answer phone and scheduling. Cause up until that point I was really juggling, you know, being in the field, being on the job, talking with the customer, also answering the phones and, um, you know, trying to schedule more calls to where it got to a point where I was missing a lot of calls. Therefore, I wasn't getting any more business. So once I started hiring, um, you know, we hired somebody to work in the office, answer, schedule calls. Um, then I started thing, you know, start seeing um, it take off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, quicker. So what are some, what are some tools that you all have implemented to kind of help with the scheduling process? Um, so we use service Titan, um, which we've been on service Titan for about, um, shoot, it's been about two years now. So we've had, we've gone through a couple of different scheduling, uh, software programs. Um, and then we come across, like I said, service Titan that, um, cause we, we plan on to continue grow and this, this platform has helped us a lot with keeping everything organized, all of our, uh, memberships, um, and all that, all that information, equipment information and things like that all in one place. So if we go to a customer's house, we can see what we've done there in the past, the history, um, and all that stuff that's, that's, you know, helped us out. Yeah. I feel like hiring the right people is 
is so important these days, but having the right tools in place is equally as important. Would you agree? Absolutely. I would agree. I'd agree with that a hundred percent. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So have you seen since you guys began using service Titan, have you seen it, you know, kind of ease up the workload? Um, it's just a different way of, how can I put it? It's a, it's a different way of looking at the job. So it does make it easier with scheduling, knowing where your technicians are, um, again, knowing the history of that job. So, right. You know, with a click of a button, you can see everything that you've done for that customer in the last two years or so. And it even, it even, took the information that we had in our previous system and, and transferred it over. So it goes back, you know, five, six years that um, of history that we've worked on one piece of equipment, or if we switch it out and replaced it, we have all that information in there as well. Yeah. So it definitely, it, it definitely makes it, makes it easier on us. Yeah. 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 I really like service Titan for that, for that regard, for keeping up with the customer's aging equipment. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, also and, and maintenance obviously plan. maintenance plan, job costing, things like that to where you can, you know, you can kind of see, you know, what you're, what you're uh, paying the technician to be there along with what materials you have on the job, uh, so forth and so on to really dial in and see exactly, you know, how much you're making on that, on that particular job. Yeah. So after, so after you hired the office staff member uh, and you said that it kind of helped you get your hands out of the phones and the books and stuff, um, what, are, what are some steps that you took to really, I guess, to promote the business to try to bring on new growth in the market? Um, again, one that I've learned over the years is hiring is key. Um, You know, you got to get a good team together in order to make it all work. Um, And that took me several years to, to figure out and get a, get a good solid team together. And then also our processes, as far as, you know, from how we answer the phones to how we show up to the house, to how we run through a service call, um, and then closing, closing out the job. Um, obviously one, one key factor in growth has been our, we call them our total care club members, which is our membership plans. Um, just getting our customers set up with the membership plans for that repeat business to when, you know, we know that we know the fall is going to be slow for us. We know the spring's going to be slow for us. Just trying to get through those shoulder seasons to where, you know, we still have plenty of work in, in maintenance and tune-ups and things like that to get to. Yeah. So with, so with your maintenance plans, are you guys like, uh, I know some people they'll like, they'll just go do the maintenance call or the, uh, the, you know, biannual or annual maintenance service. And then they'll just kind of leave. Um, have you ever, experienced where you guys go in and you also schedule the the very next six month appointment to keep that that book full that schedule full in the future we do on a certain occasion so um again if uh if they're coming up on um 
the membership expiring because we offer a one year, a three year and a five year plan uh, mm-hmm. right now. So you get a little bit of a discount the further further it goes out. So if you're signing up for a five year plan, I mean, again, with Service Titan, it has it right in there when their next appointment is going to be or, you know, pretty close to that time uh, of year that, you know, the day that it would be. So um, a one year plan, you know, we pretty much will schedule those per season. But then once it comes time for them to renew, then we'll yeah, we'll try to schedule them out for the for the next one. Yeah, nice. So with your I guess with your maintenance plan, do you guys when did you all implement that the maintenance program? Um, I would say that's probably been in effect for the last six years. Um, but again, with a little tweaking and, and adding services, we've added more things to our maintenance plan. So yeah. again, you, you know, with the maintenance plan, you can get, um, you know, your discounts on the HVAC, the IAQ, the indoor, indoor air quality products, along with duct cleanings, dryer vents, and now plumbing. So, you know, you can, it covers more than, than when I originally started with it. It was just more your AC tune-up in the, in the spring, furnace tune-up in the fall, discounts on repairs and, and things like that. Yeah. So from a marketing standpoint, how do you communicate the benefits of your maintenance program to customers? So, um, again, uh, Elizabeth, who does the majority of our marketing, she stays in constant contact with our members. So we also run specials for just our members um, where one month, um, one or two months out of the year, you know, instead of it being 10 percent off of a um, indoor air quality products, a humidifier, UV light, it might be 25 percent off. Um, we're constantly sending emails and staying in communication with our members to obviously add the value of, uh, of joining the, the, um, total care club. Yeah. And have you seen an uptick in membership since, uh, beginning that communication? We have definitely. Yep. Yep. People like to be in, you know, I feel like they, they like to be informed. Um, they like to feel like, you know, if they're, if they're, paying for this membership that they're getting something out of it. So the information that they're getting um, along with the additional discounts and things like that, um, I feel like it adds value. And we've had seen uptakes or uh, upticks in uh, the amount and also, um, you know, people telling their family members about it. Yeah. So from a business uh, standpoint, you know, for uh, some of the contractors who may be listening to this episode mm-hmm. and you're, I guess in, in in your opinion, Ryan, what what's the biggest benefit of offering a maintenance program to customers? I think it's just having and knowing that you have the business moving forward to where it's not so much an up and down. Um, you know, you're you're scheduling like you kind of said earlier. You can schedule out your your September's. October's, November's, you know, to where um, you have the business coming in, even though it's not, you know, 30 degrees outside. And also the same for for your spring, you know, mm-hmm. around here, typically your uh, March and April's slow down quite a bit. So we can fill the schedule. We can, you know, we can get back in that customer's house. And, and again, just making sure that their system's running the right way. 
um, and keeping our guys busy. Therefore, we don't have to, you know, lay anybody off in the slow time and everybody, everybody can get, get hours and um, not feel like it's just a mad rush in the summer and then it's dead in the, in the fall or the spring. So it keeps that constant business coming in. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually never thought of it that way. Cause you know, where, where we're at down here in, in Chesapeake, Virginia, it's very mm-hmm. similar to what you just described where I would say October, November, it, it gets pretty slow. Uh, September is still mm-hmm. pretty warm down here. You know, we're still getting 75, 80 degree days in September. Uh, but once we hit okay. October, and November, it starts dropping down to like those 55, 60 degrees days where you don't really need your heat that much. You might turn it on every once in a while. So you're not getting no heat calls. Uh, and then same yeah. in the spring where like March and April, it's, you know, in the 60s. Again, you're not really needing your AC just yet. Uh, so you're not getting the, the, the no cooling calls either. Um, yeah. And so that's actually really smart to strategically plan those those tune-ups and those maintenance visits during those shoulder seasons so that, like you said, you have two months where there's a steady flow of, of work still going on. You know, even if it is just routine maintenance, you still have the work coming in. You still have, um, you know, jobs to provide for your, your employees, which is important right now because it's hard to find good technicians. So being able to keep them and retain exactly. them in the shoulder seasons is, is huge. Yeah, as soon as yeah, as soon as you start cutting hours or anything like that, I feel like they're just going to start looking elsewhere, and and uh, you know you'll have a better chance of losing them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we we um, I mean, we focus pretty pretty hard on our uh, on our membership plans. Uh, we we do believe that they are, you know, pretty much the lifeline and and keep the keep the business running because again, if a you know if you're in a customer's house and they they trust you and they want you, you know, they want to keep their system uh, running efficiently as efficiently as possible. Um, you know, they're, and they do have an issue. Um, there shouldn't be any reason why they call another company. They should, you know, I feel like, you know, with this maintenance plan, they should call you, they're going to get the discounts and, and, you know, then they don't pay a, uh, with our plan, they don't pay a, a trip charge as well. Yeah. And so, and I also think it's really cool because once you have, you know, you install a heat pump or a furnace or, or whatever it may be for them, and then you're doing the maintenance on that, and then they need dryer vent cleaning or they need plumbing services or electrical, whatever mm-hmm. the other services are that you may offer, you're already top of mind. Um, and you can still, they already trust your business. You already have them in your, you know, in your database. So you don't have to go through like the new customer onboarding again. If like some people call it, um, you got their address and all that yeah. stuff. It's as simple as just scheduling it. Um, so have you seen your maintenance plans trickle down into more jobs for other services that you offer? Uh, we do. So, um, again, with just being able to get in the house a couple times a year. Um, one example is, you know, if you're doing a, a furnace maintenance or a tune-up, uh, the water heater is usually pretty close by. So, you know, one thing that we'll do is, you know, we'll check the expansion tanks. If the mm-hmm. expansion tanks are, you know, filled with water, we'll obviously bring that to the uh, customer's attention. And then that's, you know, that opens up an opportunity for, a, you know, a plumber to get out there and, and replace an expansion tank. And that's just a, you know, a little, 
a little thing that that we do because it's very common that you see you know failed expansion tanks on the on the water heaters so i would say absolutely it opens up uh, more jobs for um other services that we offer yeah yeah that actually had happened to me uh, about november of last year my water heater was mm-hmm. all jacked up and i called them out and they checked it out and the expansion tank was all jacked up and they ended up replacing yeah. it. And then I ended up using the same company for my HVAC replacement in the spring uh, just because, oh, nice. yeah. So it, it is, it really is like once you get in the, in the door and you become the customer's preferred, you know, contractor or their guy, as some people might call it, you know, I got a guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, that's awesome. And you, and you can continue to get them for more services, you know, as the time comes, as they need it. Exactly. And it's, you know, if, if, if we could become a one-stop shop, you know, as far as, um, you know, the customer looking for any home service um, and we could provide that for them, it kind of takes the guesswork out of them looking for somebody else, um, you know, another company that may do something that we don't do. So, yeah, we plan on, you know, again, expanding our services as we, as we go. Yeah. So when, when do you think electrical is coming? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I'd say probably within the next couple of years, let the, yeah. let the plumbing, let the plumbing side kind of build up a little bit. Um, but that would be one of the next thing. Cause we get, we get asked that question quite a bit. Um, you know, as far as, do you know any electricians and, and we have a few that we, that we refer in our area. Yeah. I've seen a lot of contractors get into, they get into electrical through generator installations. It seems like in our yeah. area in particular, I don't know about in Ohio, but in our area, we, we know we are uh, in a hurricane zone. And so whole house backup generators mm-hmm. are, are very popular out here. And from what I've heard, um, they're not entirely too difficult to install. And so they, you know, they get one guy or two guys that, you know, do heating and cooling, but also know how to, how to install these hookups, uh, for these generators. And then slowly that brings on more electrical business. Uh, do you all do generators at all up there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it depends on, uh, depends on what part of, um, you know, Cincinnati that you're from, but there are some rural areas that, yeah, there's plenty of generators that are, uh, being installed out there. Um, I don't know a whole lot about what in goes goes into the installation of a generator at you know at this time, but uh, but yeah, there's there's definitely companies that are doing it in our area already. Yeah, yeah, that always always intrigued me how I guess how they someone could not be an electrician but knows how to hook them up. There must be something to it that's just not super difficult. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, some of them run off of uh, off of gas, so mm-hmm. uh, we've piped gas lines to them yeah. uh, before. So um, that's true. I, I, other, yeah, I didn't other, even think about the that. other part yeah. of that would be the electric. Yeah, <clears throat> actually, yeah, I guess that's true here too, because it like it hooks directly up to the natural gas line, and then mm-hmm. which if you're a plumber or even heating and air conditioning, you should know how to hook that stuff up, and then. Um, it outputs the energy rather than it, it actually doesn't even hook up into electrical now that I think about it, because that's the point of a, <laughs> a standby generator. So when the electrical goes out, you still have power because of the gas. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and we do, we do a lot of, uh, a lot of gas line work for, uh, um, a local company, um, that does fireplace inserts. So, um, we're, we'll run a lot of, a lot of gas line for, for fireplaces. Nice. Yep. Well, Ryan, um, if you were, uh, giving advice to yourself 10 years ago when starting up this business, what's something that you would tell yourself? Um, I would tell myself to one hire smarter, <laughs> take a little, take a little bit more time to, uh, in the, in the hiring process. Um, what do they say? Hire, hire, uh, hire slow, fire fast. Um, and, um, and just go for it. Not, not being, you know, when I first started out, I was very, uh, timid and really didn't know the business side of it. And I'm still learning the business side of it every day. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm comfortable in the field. I'm comfortable, you know, running service and things like that. Um, that's, you know, my background, but, uh, yeah, just, just, uh, just reading a lot of, uh, of different books and, and taking that information and running with it because, you know, there's people that have done this in the past and are very, very successful. So just reading, reading a lot of books and, uh, and and getting this most information on on the business side of it as as I could because that's probably the number one spot that I struggle. Yeah. So what what are a few of those books that you read that have really stood out to you? So I joined a group uh, about three years ago called uh, CEO Warrior, and um, they have a lot of training courses. And I started off by reading reading his book, and um, went to a training out of New Jersey. And, um, again, just started implementing just the little things that they were doing that made a huge difference. And like I said, I still have a lot to do, a lot to learn, but, um, getting, you know, getting with a group and again, it's a group of business owners that have been there and made the mistakes. So hopefully that I don't have to. So, um, again, you know, we have weekly, weekly meetings that we hop on, just talk business, talk different strategies and things like that. That has, has helped probably hands down. Nice. Well, Ryan, this is, uh, this has been an awesome episode. Uh, I've, I've really appreciated talking to you. I've, I feel like I've learned a lot just from speaking to you in these 25 minutes. And I hope that our listeners out there have, have picked up a, a nugget or two of wisdom to apply to their business, uh, to help them grow. So Ryan, what's a great way for someone to reach out to you, uh, if they had more questions or if maybe they just wanted to connect with you? Uh, probably best would be email. So, uh, email is Ryan at myqualitycomfort.com. Um, if you wanted to speak to me directly or if it was a, uh, you know, anything local, then they could always call our office, but, uh, or, or you could go to our website, which is myqualitycomfort.com. Awesome. Well, Ryan, I yeah. appreciate you taking some time out of your morning, uh, to speak with me. I hope you have a great rest yeah. of your day. Yeah. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Had a good time. Awesome. All right.